Welcome to Prim and Proper. I'm Elizabeth Hathaway. And I'm Marinella Mazzucato. Uh, Marinella, how you doing? Oh, well, I did take you into my bedroom today, so I'm doing good. <laughs> you did. You did. I was a little shocked to see you filming in the bedroom, but uh, I, it works for this week's episode. really does. Yeah. Uh, this this bedroom used to have a red wall, and it was very tantric, but I covered that shit right up. Yeah. I Ooh, a red bedroom. I... I don't the the color red does not look good on me and it's not one of my favorite colors so I do not tend to decorate with it certainly would not color entire wall space with red yeah it was an accent wall I think I told you about this it was an accent wall and it had a sign that said rise and shine on it oh, for a really long time and it just pissed me off every day and I was just like oh, this wall's gotta go so Wow, yeah. was the rise and uh, rise and shine message? It was just it's too painful to see in the morning before <laughs> caffeine. Was that it? Uh, I don't know. It seemed very aggressive. Like, don't tell me to rise and shine just yet in this red wall. Yeah, I mean that is. Quite I think aggressive. I brought it to Goodwill. Yeah, it belonged to my ex, and I just decided that was something that had to go along with the red wall. Yep. Yep. Well. Today, mm. I did I did my best Joey from Friends impersonation in case in case anyone didn't get that. I know I'm not that talented. Uh, so un- understandable if it went over your head. But we're talking about flirting, or as I like to call it, awkward chit-chat with people I find attractive. <laughs> That's key, right? Yeah. I guess you have to find them somewhat attractive. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really particularly like flirting with people I don't find attractive. That seems not We'll fun. touch on that, actually. That's that's where you cross over to a line where people often consider it harassment, and it's directly related to whether or not you're attracted to the person. Yeah, well, maybe we start kind of there. Like, how how do you define flirting and follow up to that when does flirting become harassment um i would define flirting as like something a playful conversation but not with a ton of expectation behind it i would say Hmm. i think there also has to be like a hint of sexual desire or attraction there with the playful playful uh you know conversation yeah definite undertones of something with sex for sure yeah or at least like you have to be attracted to them even if that's maybe not how you flirt you don't have suggestive undertones i think you have yeah. to at least you know like i've had playful conversation with friends but i wouldn't call that flirting yeah I, yeah i would say so yeah okay how about what what when do we think it crosses into the harassment territory because every woman's been there <laughs> I think for me, harassment territory is when it starts to feel like a salesperson and you're just like, mm. I don't want it. I don't want it. And they're like, but let me uh, continue to show you why you do. And that for me is when I'm like, you know what? This is getting a little bit too much. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely one sided, right? Like being one sided mm-hmm. feels like a very big indicator. If you are flirting, and nothing is being reciprocated, you need to stop. That's your sign. 
Yeah, hopefully you're capable of picking up on those signs. You would be shocked at the amount of people who do not or don't care or or it's enough. It's enough for them to just be able to get that out, I guess. Yeah, so in the hetero world, there are a lot of men who I I it's a mix of they aren't able to pick up that the woman is not interested. Or they, like, confuse being nice as flirting when it's just being nice. Um, But there's also a large amount of men who I think just feel entitled to be harassing. Like, you know Mm. what I mean? That they just feel like they're allowed to do it and it's their whole, you know, that whole, uh, I'm just you know hunting what, what's the uh what's the analogy they use like they like the chase you know and oh, that sort yeah. of analogy and they're like yeah that's just part of the just part of the chase for me i'm like no you're like <laughs> like a lion killing this poor deer just trying to get away she's like yeah. no i would say there was probably a time where i was into some kind of chase but not in like a predatory way where maybe you'd give me Mm -hmm. a little and maybe not totally let me know but sure not like a hunting you down type of deal yeah i think there's something about like giving a little air of suggestion and like leaving the other person wondering if that was a flirt or not like that can be really attractive but yeah, I'm talking about like the men who are, they're like cavemen. They could literally hit you over the top of the head with a club and be dragging you away <laughs> and still think that that was flirting. And it's like, no, that's assault. You've now definitely crossed into beyond <laughs> harassment and into assault. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I remember that from like going to bars, like early years like when I was 18 and maybe I was going out with with you girls or something and you'd get to the bar and there would be some kind of creepy ass guy and that's where like I was like oh maybe I should order a bottled beer so I don't get roofied here tonight I don't know (laughs) seems safe (laughs) yeah a hundred percent it's um so I'm curious because there's definitely a large so you know there's a large hetero male population that crosses over into the harassing territory they miss flirting it's a nuance that they do not have a skill a light touch if you will that they do not have um what is it like in the lesbian realm what do you find with women oh not that at all for the most part you're like wondering i was like does this you'll wonder for a long time does this woman even fucking like me and like you'll go for (laughs) through that for a long time like just super avoidant with flirting. Occasionally, you'll encounter like somebody who's very forward, but for the most part, like women are, at least in my experience, are pretty, pretty mild mannered with flirting. Occasionally, I feel like somebody could be a little bit over the top, but yeah, I could see women yeah. being just we're by nature polite and respectful and we don't want to like cross a line. So I could see how two women who are interested in each other but are also trying to be respectful and not cross a line are both like dancing close to it 
not quite sure if the other is interested or just being nice, but neither one wants to be inappropriate. So they just keep dancing around the line together until. Yeah. Yeah. It can be, (laughs) it can be a little bit infuriating actually. And at some point somebody has to go for it. And, and that's when you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, would you say that you are good at flirting? Would you call yourself a good flirt or how would you rank yourself? I don't really know. I think so. I mean, I try to use my humor and I try to be kind. I mean, like actually have a nice conversation with a person instead of being like a total fucking weirdo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seems to be working out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think I used to be better at flirting than I am now. I Part of it is I feel like I'm out of practice. I've not been dating as much, certainly in pandemic and these post-pandemic times and so I feel like it's a skill that I've maybe lost a little bit of the touch on although I mean I was on a date a couple months ago and the flirting was there it was reciprocal so I guess it comes back yeah yeah I think I think he was satisfied (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah I think COVID probably took flirting down a peg. And if I have to be honest, when I see some of the younger people that I interact with, like the early 20s, I don't I don't think they know how to flirt at all. I think it's getting worse. Like, I think, like, human interaction in general is just, it's really taken a toll. It's taken not good. Like, a lot of texting, a lot of... All that is replaced genuinely just approaching somebody. Yeah. I think you that you are on to something, though. There, so much of that, the younger generations, like we were really kind of a turning point our age, but younger than us really grew up with social media already existing. You know, you get on these platforms at a young age, you would interact with like the internet lingo and you know be very entrenched in the in connecting online but like connecting in person and socializing in person is like a skill that's not been as developed it feels like for this younger generation yeah i feel bad for them maybe they'll figure it out but i don't i don't know for the most part not really (laughs) (laughs) On the flip side, I do feel like I'm better at flirting in person than I am over text or like on a dating app. I'm not very good at that part of flirting. I'm a, I'm okay at both, I think. But it really depends oh. who you are. Some people are easier to flirt with than others. I mean, if you're if you've got it through a text and then all of a sudden you're in front of the person and it's just not happening, I just yeah something some things are unexplainable and i think that's one of those situations where you're like i don't know why this isn't happening maybe not enough context needing to get to know somebody better you bring up a good point it's like the the best flirting i have is usually when it's reciprocated and there's like an energy you know that energy you feel with somebody and it's like it's not I don't know. You can't put your finger on it. It's not something specific, but there's just like this connected energy, this uh, excitement, this building tension in the air. I feel like when I notice that, 
that's like my best flirting same yep agreed well um in in uh in true true fashion every young girl think learns their first flirting tips through cosmo magazine uh i pulled up some pulled up an article from cosmo on how to flirt according to dating experts so supposedly supposedly these are real tips that we can rely on i thought we'd have some fun go through them give our thoughts yeah. give our experiences um I, I you know good old cosmo number one is look at them that's it wow look at them. <laughs> uh, i mean that's a good first step friends i would say definitely look at the person you're about to flirt with yeah it does make me think back to your comment like literally two minutes ago about how these younger kids don't know how to flirt i'm like wow maybe you know we used to think you know when they give you directions they're like you always want to make sure you start at step one and step one open the box (laughs) right exactly and so i'm like what has step one regressed it used to be a given that you would look at the person you want to flirt with but now younger generations who are on their phones who are in a used to a digital world it's like step uh. one is look at them make eye contact <laughs> is there any context at all in the article other than look at them yeah it does it does give a little bit more and uh i'd I love your thoughts on this so experts <laughs> used to suggest we look and then look away three times to get someone's attention. Uh, but, but according to some research, maintaining too much eye contact is the most common mistake people make when flirting. So I don't, mm. I don't know what advice they just gave. It's like, look, but not too much. Well, you don't want to like creepily stare, I guess. I don't know because I have, I feel like they're, I don't know. If I'm attracted to somebody, I might look like into their eyes, but I might also look at their mouth or something else um, attractive on their face. So maybe I could see where it's like look at them and look away if you're talking about just like solid eye contact. Because if I look at you just like this, you might find that to be strange. (laughs) I actually am melting into your heart, but... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I do agree. A stranger, somebody you're just getting to know, there is this balance between too much and, you know, too little and they won't think you're interested too much and you go to the creepy level. I just find, though, that Cosmo doesn't really give any good guidance on like where that happy medium lies. Mm, they want to be right either way. So they're like, we won't really decide. <laughs> yeah. I think my best tip is, again, I, I go back to like flirting needs to be a, recip- a reciprocated practice. You know what I mean? Like if, if, if you're making eye contact and they're looking at you and then you kind of look away and then look back and maybe you hold it a little bit longer and see if they also are interested in holding it a little bit longer. And we're talking like seconds, you know one two we're not talking real long here but i think it's like you have to be there there's like a little there's a game to it right 
you know Mm -hmm. and you bring up a good point too maybe not just the eyes but like if you're looking at somebody's eyes and then their lips i mean you're sending a signal absolutely yep so cosmo do better look at them i mean are these actually in steps or are these just like okay no they're just like they're not Okay. Yeah, it seems to be. It's not like step one, but that does feel like step one. Let me get my notepad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take notes, all you. What are they called? Gen Zers. We're here to teach you on the ways of the flirt. Um, okay. And everything else. <laughs> yeah. Be suggestive is their next one. So whether it's a mildly suggestive phrase or an accidental touch, a little teasing could go a long way. And in fact, when it comes to flirting, less is more. I feel like this is very open. Like, te- yeah. little teasing of Are you talking about teasing of... I would hope it's something sexual, like a... I don't want to be teased, like made fun of them. That's what I'm, that's what I'm like trying to figure out. Are they talking about that? Because I don't like that shit. No, I mean, maybe I. you're right. It's not they, they don't give a lot of great concrete advice or examples when it says be suggestive. I typically go to thinking of like sexual innuendos when people make a little, you know, sexual innuendo joke, send a little eggplant emoji, what have you. Um, <laughs> In your endo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I have never been. I've never been good at like the sexually suggestive type of flirting. I feel like I think of cheerleaders when I think of that type of flirting, you know, that they're like confident and they ooze sexuality and that they can kind of make some sexual innuendos in a playful manner. And that's never quite been my go-to style. definitely not mine i don't think i've ever done anything like that i don't know i don't i don't know i've never really checked back in on that on how i've flirted but been suggestive i guess Mm -hmm. yeah you'll know you'll know if i want to have sex with you that's all i can say i don't really have to (laughs) you'll feel it i'm not really sure if i have to do much more than that i'm not sure it just seems to be do you just look at somebody in the eyes and do that really kind of offensive, you know, <laughs> woman V symbol with your tongue in between? Is that what you do? Yes, we all do that at some point. It's just like the build up to that is, yeah, what, that's all we do. There is some, what is it from? It's from some movie. Um, Oh my gosh, I think it's, it's uh it, it's ooh what movie okay that movie where it's Jennifer Goodwin I think it's her name and mm. you know Jennifer with a G Goodwin and she um Justin Long's in it and it's like how to oh I can't think of the movie's name I'm gonna have to pause here while I google this movie title because I think this is the movie it's from does it have something to do with what you just did? <laughs> yeah. Well, not oh. exactly, but it made me think of it. Um, okay. Boy, she's done a lot of movies. Oh, he's just not that into you. Okay, that's the movie I think this uh, is from, 
where she is talking to she's at a party and she's interested in Justin Long's character and she's talking to these two gay men and you know like this idea of flirting comes up and the gay men are like oh it's so different for us like we do two second looks two seconds on two seconds off and it's on we know that we want to have sex like they make it seem (laughs) like there's some secret code (laughs) you just look at each other and it's like we're gonna fuck tonight (laughs) god i wish it was that easy i had to like investigate it for months sometimes is it gonna happen i don't know I'm like I am curious if that is I've neither of us are gay men but I I'm gonna have to do some research and ask my gay male friends if this is indeed how easy it is to flirt as a gay man uh because it this anyways the uh what we were talking about made me think of that Mm, okay that's fair Hmm. yeah well moving along uh okay Cosmo's next tip is to test the space before you touch. So a brazen flirt will touch someone's arm or knee when they talk, but a subtle flirt tests someone's personal space first. So they slowly start kind of closing the bubble and the space between, you know, you and the other person is what they go on to talk about. Yeah, I I would say that is something that I probably would try before like just putting my hands on somebody or like touching them like how close can I sit to you you know how close do I actually want to be with you how close do you seem to want to be to me Mm -hmm. but I don't need to be bumping into things for for any of that I mean Uh uh-huh no I agree with you I was um I was thinking that like I think 90% of the situations in which I've like gone on additional dates, dated somebody, just made out with somebody, any level of had a one night stand, what have you, I think all kind of uh, at some point, it was like sitting at a bar next to each other and we did the like accidental knee touch and then (gasps) you kind of like don't pull away. You're like, oh, our knees are touching. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Mm. Now maybe a little more of our uh, thighs, you know, a little above the knee, a little above the knee touch. And then... uh, (laughs) And I'm taking you home tonight. All (laughs) right. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah. But I I think that that has happened and like, I got to imagine it's upwards of 90% of men I've dated. We've done the uh, accidental to, oh no, we both want this knee touch to happen yeah I, I would say a lot of mine were like that too one time I went on a date and I was walking beside her the entire time and our hands kept kind of like coming extremely close to each other and at some point she grabbed it you know what I mean uh-huh yeah there's only so many times you can knock knuckles but I knew it was going to happen at some point I'm like okay I mean just very slow build to that I guess <laughs> yeah no absolutely it is it's like how many times can our knuckles brush against each other before we just clasp hands yeah there was a lot more clasping than that that night but hey what can we do <laughs> <laughs> oh okay well back to Cosmo our next tip is to use your smile 
So you begin by using eye contact to register interest in someone, and then you steer their eyes towards your mouth to ensure they get the signal of approval via the smile. So you were kind of, you had brought up, you know, the eyes to mouth maneuver. Uh, so mm-hmm. they are, they are agreeing and they are saying that you should smile. Um, which I, yeah, I, I guess I, I feel like, what are you going to frown or give like a grimace? I don't know. Only Is if it's it... harassment, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Even then I might smile out of complete awkwardness and nerves, to be quite uh, honest. Right. Or just like you're afraid of their reaction if you don't smile to them so you're just like haha yeah yeah i'm smiling this is natural smile this is how i smile um i don't know i guess like i i I don't know cosmo did this really need to be listed this is like a look at them this feels this feels (laughs) obvious to me i've never flirted and not smiled um i will say i think i have a little bit different of a smile when i'm flirting like there's a, I usually, you know, if I'm just smiling, I, mm-hmm. I smile evenly, you know, both cheeks rise at the same time, if you will, mm-hmm. if you can picture this, I know this is a audio format, but I feel like I do a little side smirk, more of a side mm. smirk occasionally. I employ okay. that or deploy that when I'm flirting. Oh, I'm, I think I'm realizing that you don't flirt with me, Liz, and this is upsetting. What are we here for? <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I have no idea what my smile looks like when I'm flirting. No, no clue. I do like to flirt and laugh. I would hope that somebody tries to make me laugh. Mm. Um, yes. Which that's would naturally big. produce a smile. Maybe that's coming up on the list. I, you I know, hope. I'm going to give a quick glance down. And uh, okay, so look, humor is not on this list. And oh my we're going to take this opportunity to talk about it because I agree with you. <laughs> Making people laugh, I feel like it's a way to just naturally let, you know, let your guards down a bit, um, mm-hmm. have a good time. Who doesn't like a good laugh? Shows off like your sense of humor. Because I do think there's some compatibility. Like, do we have similar styles and similar senses of humor? Yeah. Like, mine's pretty dark. I don't know. I don't know if you can hang with that. I need to hear what you got. What's like the darkest joke you've ever laid on somebody on a first date? <laughs> I mean, I I don't want to say it was like it, it was recent actually, where like I was hanging out with this girl and I was telling her about um, how Blue Pearl reached out to me about how they did with Marley's euthanasia, and I just emailed him back and said, "You guys nailed it! Like, great job." <laughs> Like, mission accomplished, thanks. And she thought it was hilarious. She was like, that's fucked up. But I was like, hey, this is what you get. Yeah. No, that's a perfect example of your sense of humor. And I, yeah, you need someone that kind of like yeah. can laugh at the same things you do or see the world like with the same sense of humor that you do, whatever that sense of humor is. You could have a, a loose screw or two for my humor. And if you're just staring at me just directly in my eyes, not having any type of reaction, the flirt game is not going to be as strong. It's just kind of, mm-hmm. it's going to fizzle yeah. out. I have a pretty dark sense of humor, some sarcasm, some dry. I don't really have as much of a quirky sense of humor. Like I think of Phoebe Buffay, friends, and our second friends reference today. Um, 
But I like love that style of humor. And when two people who have that style of humor <laughs> together, I find it very adorable and endearing. But that's not necessarily my person. Yeah. Yeah. I sometimes think that, right? Yeah. I, I could I could see that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Cosmo, I mean, you need to add humor to this list because I am shocked that humor is not on here. But I guess I guess we'll proceed is, to the next item. I was going to say, is the next one going to be like be a little bit of a prick? <laughs> oh, <'Cause>, like <laughs> nag the person. <laughs> Do you remember when that well, was like? Yeah, I, I've seen people flirt that way. And I've just been like, why would you want somebody to talk like that to you? <laughs> I kind of had that happen to me with this guy that I knew f in a social circle. And I knew that he had a bit of a crush on me. And we had gone out once and like went to a brewery and had drinks. And like we, we kissed a bit. And I was like, that's it. Like, no, there's definitely nothing here. Like, I got to, you know, <laughs> respectfully pause this. And he moved away. And then he came back um to visit and reached out to hang out and I was like okay yeah I'm like I'll I'll hang out with you so we were supposed to go out to watch a baseball game I was like I don't I, I'm not feeling well but if you want to come over to my place and we could still watch the baseball game well that was a bad mistake I should have known mm -hmm. he immediately assumed that that meant I wanted to fuck him which I don't I I said, why don't you come over and we'll watch a baseball game? But I guess that was an innuendo for something I was unaware of. Um, I mean, I might have thought 75% chance for myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, there would have been a 75% chance. But him, zero. Thank zero. God, finally. I'm getting close to that 100%. But um, what, when he was here... You know, he kind of says at one point, did you invite me over? Because, you know, and I was like, no, like, I, I truly am just not feeling well. And I didn't want to go out, but was still down to hang out. And then he's like, well, it's not like anyone's knocking down your door. And I'm like, is this a nag? Are you trying Ooh. to, like, nag me right now? And uh, oh. he was like, no, I just, I'm like, I, this isn't working. Like, this is not the way to my heart or my vagina. It's not the path. Yeah, no. I think the closest I got to somebody nagging me was like they like squished my like my stomach or my waist or something and they were like, ooh, I didn't realize you had some of that on you. And I was just like, ooh, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> oh, goodness. Body, body compliments are okay, but body criticisms, mm, mm -hmm. that's that's not flirtation. No, not in 2023. Who are we? The pickup artists, that cheesy MTV. Remember that show? <sighs> oh, my God. Well, I think this was like 2007. So what can I say? Well, he, uh, she, excuse me, she uh, probably was still watching the pickup artist. And uh, update your references, everyone. Update them. <laughs> yes. So I, here's here's the thing. I don't know the next this next Cosmo item. I don't know how this is different than one of the previous ones. I I mean I guess I see. I here it is. It is make ever so slight contact. So that's different than test the space because I guess in testing the space you haven't made contact. You're just physically getting closer, and mm -hmm. now. You want to make ever so slight contact. 
but the, you know, you might think you want to reach out and just grab them, but the sexiest touches are often those electric ones you're not expecting. So I, you know, look, I think we already talked about this. That's that like subtle yeah. brushing of the hand till you handhold the knee, the unintentional to intentional knee touch. I don't I know. I really what this expected is. Cosmo to get it a little more racy. Like at this point, I think Cosmo would have, in my brain, been saying like, "Why is your hand not in their pants?" That's where. I, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> That's the advice I expect from Cosmo, but hey, they're maybe they're changing their ways. Is this a, this is a new article ish, newish? Yeah, this is from last year, twenty twenty two. So and uh, I, I'm kind of okay. It's because they're catering towards Gen Z, and they're like, we know these these Gen Zs, they really don't know what's going on. Gen Z, and they're coming out of a pandemic where they've like been, you know, doing homeschooling two years they like have no idea how to socialize so they really are like look at them close the space slight touch it's i guess yeah. they are really trying to baby step them baby step them into flirting yeah so now we're at a light graze okay yeah well I this guess. next one yeah. though gonna blow your mind marinella you ready is it penetration what is it <laughs> uh oh. It could be. It's ask them a question, a penetrating question. Oh, my God. A question. Damn. Yeah. Um, I just, uh, you know. <laughs> Keeps just, the conversation open. I would say yes. Yeah. I mean, I guess um, it, it doesn't even, it's so funny, like, I, this the subtle flirt asks a question that while seeming casual is more directly related to their potential attraction to you but no examples of what a seemingly casual question is that also signals that i'm attracted to you hmm i don't know what is that like what's your sign what's your sign oh it's a cancer you better get the fuck ready to hear some shit (laughs) are you ready you ready for these emotions? No? <laughs> I do feel like this is not, this This should really be in an article on just like how to socialize with another human in person. This is rough. Yeah, this is rough. Yeah. Cosmo is, you know, I, I either really feel bad for Gen Z or, you know, Cosmo is not the fun, salacious, sassy uh, magazine I remember it being from my childhood. Well, we have to also think about who's writing the articles for Cosmo, which is probably somebody eh, early 20s, I would probably guess. Well, it is a supposed dating expert, uh, but I'm, I'm questioning their expertise. What's their name? <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly enough, it does not list an author on this article. That maybe should have been my first clue before. <laughs> if I... it's not Carrie Bradshaw, I don't believe it. I just don't want to. <laughs> That's the only thing we're following here. <laughs> well, even though I'll she's the you, worst. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the follow-up to this uh, ask a question piece of advice is uh, just as just as golden. It's to compliment them. Mm. Wow. It's, mm-hmm. This is some cutting edge stuff. Yeah. I will say they're not wrong with the idea of complimenting somebody, but I I think we can do better. Um, yeah, yeah. 
men, heterosexual relationships, men often complain that they don't get enough compliments. And I do find oh, yeah. that when you compliment a man, they they tend to be very responsive and excited by it. Um, and especially like if you're very specific in your compliment, you know, like a, you look nice is great, but a that shirt looks great on you is even better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the more specific you get of that cologne you have on. I love that smell. You know, the more specific it is, I think the more, and it has to be genuine. Like you have to be authentic, not just saying it to say it. Yeah. I definitely don't want to get a compliment that I feel like you probably give everyone that you interact with. That just doesn't seem, you know, like you're throwing it out to every single person that walks past you. There are those people who will flirt with everyone Mm -hmm. just because. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, you're right. It, it can't be some generic compliment that gets thrown around. has to be authentic. It should be specific. Unique to that person, if possible. There yeah, you go. I mean, I guess at first it's hard to make a, a compliment to somebody you don't know. Like, if you're hitting on somebody. Is it yeah, it's got to be purely going to be physical? Or maybe you'll witness something that they do or say or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, that's a good point. It At first, you may need to go with a physical compliment because you don't know that much about them. But the more you get to know them, you should expand upon the way in which you compliment someone. It shouldn't just be a physical. It should be about, yeah, their sense of humor, their personality, their character, things mm-hmm. that they do. Th- there should be something else that you find a way to compliment them. Although online dating takes a lot of that, like, like mystery away, too. So, like, by the time mm. I actually meet you, I might know some stuff. I can compliment you on that instead of just just the looks. Good point. Well, I hope I hope we get some Gen Z listeners. I, most of our listeners are millennials, but um, I know we're doing a better job than Cosmo on this, on their own article. <laughs> I know. Maybe I should see if Cosmo will take me in. I do have that mass comm degree that um, is sitting in my closet. <laughs> so I got to tell you, we th- the entire article is just very soft, like socializing skills 101, right? And then we get to the very last, our final piece of advice from Cosmo. Get them to take you out. That's <laughs> That's it. Um, so it's called, uh, one of the most common techniques is to use the quote unquote embedded commands. Essentially the idea is to give someone a discrete direct command without them noticing by embedding or softening it within a sentence. That way their subconscious mind picks up on the command, even though their conscious mind isn't aware of it. All of this, and now they throw some like psycho babble, like <laughs> manipulation tactic at the reader. What what is this? I was gonna say I don't have enough like crystals and gems around for me to understand what the fuck that means at all. So what? <laughs> oh, here the this is the one time they give like, an example. Ooh, I sure wish I could have some steak tonight. I wonder what would happen if someone took me to a steakhouse. I, I bet mean, I would enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> a 
was that subtle enough for you? Um, <laughs> well, so this is the first time in this article they give an example. Commands oh. should be clear and easy to understand, such as take me out for a coffee. When you deliver the command, drop your voice down at the end to ensure it comes across as a command and not a question. So you might say, I asked my boss to take me out for coffee, but she's too busy. <laughs> I just... I'd be like, that sucks. Why do you want to have coffee with your boss? <laughs> Aren't you tired right? of her ass? <laughs> oh my gosh. That is literally the last line, the last paragraph in this article. I... Wow, Cosmo. I mean, Ugh, I so didn't that one's think... Bre- yeah. That one's breeding a lot of issues I see in that last one for sure. I mean, all of them are pretty bad, but that one I'm like, ugh. Who is that working on? Is that really, is that really working? I mean, you, you call this some neuro linguistic programming technique, but is this, this is like, you know what it reminds me of when they used to say that, um, they, that like subliminal messages were built into TV shows or that's what that kind of reminds oh, me of, you know? Yeah. It's like you're trying to put a subliminal message into how you talk. I, I don't think that actually works though. No. If you, I mean, why wouldn't you just ask them to have some coffee? What's wrong with that? I, well, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think making the first move is a great thing, whether you're in a homosexual relationship or a heterosexual relationship, ladies, I think you should uh, ask someone out once in a while on a coffee yeah. date, yeah, as absolutely. opposed to um, <laughs> as opposed to making the suggestion that you asked your boss to take you to coffee, but they couldn't. Um, <laughs> I think that just is going to be lost. I mean, maybe it's a thing where like you don't want to get rejected. Like, I could see somebody being a little too scared to take the risk of like just being forward and asking but a lot of times i'm like i plan to go do this would you like to come and if they don't then i'm still going to get some fucking coffee yeah 100 percent agree 100 that's the way to hmm. do it that's the advice we end on yeah listen to marinella <laughs> and follow us on instagram or i will follow you <laughs> Oh, yeah. Because I'm not afraid. <laughs> we should, though, bit. start working our um, our Instagram follow mentions into a, a subtle command. I asked my boss to follow me on Instagram, but she said <laughs> she was too busy. I sure wish someone would follow me on Instagram at the Prim and Proper podcast. Huh. LinkedIn show notes. Maybe someone will follow me. <laughs> Wow. Great. I think we did it. <laughs> well, yeah. I think that's it for this week. We nailed flirting. We figured it out. We helped Gen Z. We can shut down Tinder. We don't need it anymore. No, we can also <laughs> shut down Cosmo. Just just subscribe to this podcast. Rate us. And uh, we'll see you next week. See you then.